Welcome to Bite Size Jazz, a music discovery podcast with a taste of new albums and new artists. If you're in a listening rut, you've come to the right place because you can check out new music in less than 10 minutes with the inside scoop from the artists themselves. Learn more at bitesizejazz.com or by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. I'm Stephanie Steele. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm uh, Joe Alterman, and I'm a pianist, and I recently released an album recorded live at Birdland called The Upside of Down. The funny thing is, when Joe first started piano lessons, he didn't like it. Yeah, I was taking classical lessons and always getting in trouble for changing a note, you know, or two or three. My parents wouldn't let me quit. <laughs> but things started to change when he discovered bluegrass. He loved the song Freight Train Boogie by the great bluegrass guitarist Doc Watson. He thought to himself, I'm going to take guitar lessons so I can learn to play this boogie-woogie bass line. The teacher kind of taught me about the history of boogie-woogie, which was music written for the piano. <laughs> so he kind of made me realize that you can already play the piano. <laughs> so you could, you might be able to play this boogie-woogie stuff that was written for the piano on the piano. Well, after learning that, Joe's days as a classical pianist were numbered. I got kicked out of my classical school, actually. I got so into this boogie-woogie thing, we had a recital, uh, and I was supposed to play a classical piece. I was about 12 and I was walking on stage and I thought, screw it, I'm not going to play that. And I played the Boogie Woogie piece and the audience loved it. But the school, it was a very strict European school. They <laughs> they threw me out. Good thing NYU didn't care if you got kicked out of a classical school. Joe loved his time in the jazz program there, but there was a lot more to his education than just the classroom. There'd be so many nights where, you know, I had learned about Cedar Walton in school that day and I'd just go to his gig and tell him what we learned about him and he would tell me if it was true or not. <laughs> Joe also worked at the Blue Note where he got to hang with jazz masters and learn that, hey, they're human just like you and me. I remember being at a sound check and someone called a tune to McCoy Tyner. He's like, I don't know that song. And to see that was just so refreshing to see that they're they're people. Like, we don't know everything. They don't know everything. They, you know, and it's just nice when you get a moment of vulnerability from a master who you're taught by other people knows everything and can do everything. We have to be able to do everything too, you know? It was during those early college years that Joe wrote the song First Night Home. I had had like a high school girlfriend <laughs> and we broke up when I went to college and uh, I remember the, the night that I wrote that song and it all kind of, it all kind of just, you know, it, the whole song was written in like 10 minutes, it just kind of came out. It actually, I remember it came out the first night that uh, I was finally over her, <laughs> you know, it was a difficult thing. And so I remember that was kind of, that was kind of like the hidden uh, inspiration behind it that I was home kind of you know back to myself you know mentally after that experience but I also really loved the nights that I uh I usually I usually would when I'd come home it would be like at nighttime if I was coming back to Atlanta from New York and I loved just the peace of of coming home that first night so it was you know truthfully like when I talk about it I usually tell most people it's just about the first night home but being like really honest that was also the inspiration behind that too The title track from this album, The Upside of Down, was written in April 2019. Joe played it at shows for about a year without having a title. He recorded the album about two weeks before COVID really hit, and still, no title. 
you know, about a month or two later, you know, I found myself with all my gigs were canceled <laughs> um, and I had more time than ever to be at the piano, <laughs> um, but I had nothing to prepare for. So I got to, you know, ask myself the question, what do you want to play? And I started to kind of work on things that, you know, I maybe not didn't have time for before, was, you know, afraid of, like things like my singing. I've always wanted to sing. I'm not a great singer, but, you know, I was a little afraid to work on that. And I thought this is the time to to do that. So I was trying to find some good and all the bad. And that's when the title finally hit me, The Upside of Down. Don't Forget to Love Yourself is really special to Joe because it was written in collaboration with his dear friend and mentor, Les McCann. In fact, the title comes from Les McCann's old voicemail. And his machine was always, hey, this is Les, give me time to get to the phone, but don't forget to love yourself. Yay, yay, yay. And that's really his, like, message, you know, uh, his, like, life motto. Joe opened at a show for Les about 10 years ago, and they formed a special bond. They've spoken almost every other day since that show. Unfortunately, Les isn't in the best of health currently, but he still collaborates with Joe when he has a musical idea. He'll call me a lot when he has an idea for a melody. I mean, he's bedridden, he doesn't have a piano, um, and so we collaborate on songs. So this song, basically, he called me one day and he said, you know, let me sing you a melody I've got. And then, you know, I, I wrote it down and then he said, you know, put your thing to it. So I'll change a few notes and add some chords. What's interesting about meeting your mentors is that you meet them because you want to learn to play like them. But in the end, you learn. You're never going to sound like me because we haven't lived the same life. But you lived a cool life, so why don't you lean into that? And instead of trying to be, you know, uh, uh, the number two Les McCann, be the number one Joe Alterman. <laughs> and things like that to just really be yourself and to also uh, recognize that the gift is not just at the piano. It's, it's like, it's who you are. That's what they've all tried to impress on me, especially Les. You know, he'll always say things like, Joe, like, I just want you to know, understand that, like, you know, if God forbid you you got in a, an accident tomorrow and you had to lose a hand, you would still have music in you. You know, it's it's not uh, the piano. It's it's you. If you'd like to learn more about Joe Alterman, you can head to the episode description for a link to his website and social media. There's also a link to stream or purchase his album, The Upside of Down. And just giving a sneak peek, we did a really special interview with both Joe and Les McCann, so stay tuned because that's coming up next. You can stay tuned into Bite Size Jazz by following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. You can also support the work we do to spread the word about new jazz albums by buying me a coffee through the link below. I'm Stephanie Steele. Thanks for listening to Bite Size Jazz. <laughs>